Hello, everyone. And thank you very much for being here. Thank you all very much for being here. Um, I'm just uh, really excited today to be talking about the importance of our transportation system here in Madison and to be announcing Metro Forward, which is a major investment in transit that will speed workforce transportation, reduce congestion and drive times, and build the backbone of a sustainable regional economic growth. By the year 2050, we are projecting that in Dane County there will be an additional 85,000 new jobs, 100,000 new residents, and additional 800,000 new trips on our roads. Congestion is predicted to double. We can't have a superhighway through the isthmus and gridlock in the rest of the city. We need to get ahead of this growth now and build a modern, rapid transit infrastructure that lifts our growing economy. Rapid transit is simply the best option to connect people with jobs on the isthmus and in the larger Dane County region. Metro Forward will connect more people with jobs. Metro Forward is an important part of our commitment to reduce climate changing emissions. Metro Forward will help address inequities in our community. And bus rapid transit will provide frequent, reliable service that is not impacted by congestion. The planned bus rapid transit project will reduce transit travel times by up to 25%. Metro Forward uh, is a, a collection of different investments that we're making in our transit system. I want to say just a little bit about some of them. I know that more information is available to you, and then we have other folks that are going to uh, share more about aspects of it. Uh, but we, I want to start with how we are expanding accessibility and service. Uh, we will be subsidizing additional passes for riders and families in need. I just came from uh, the opening of the, uh, I've, I'm calling it Park Ridge, Park Edge, but it's now the Southwest Side Employment Center, um, where I announced that we will be providing additional low-income passes, and it's my hope that they will be available at that center because we don't currently have a West Side location where you can get low-income bus passes. Um, so I'm very excited about that center and the ability uh, to provide more access uh, to uh, folks that need to get to transportation on the bus. Uh, I'm, we also will be providing free summer youth passes for eligible middle and high school students. Currently, students can access passes through the school district during the school year, uh, but it's equally important for them to ride the bus during the summertime to get to activities, summer school, jobs, internships, uh, whatever it may be. And we want to be raising a generation of bus riders. So it's important for them to be able to have access to the bus. We'll also be enhancing weekend service and adding new routes to Southside educational institutions. Another part of Metro Forward is modernizing Metro facilities to serve the growing region. So 
This building uh, is in the process of getting an upgrade, um, and we're looking to create satellite facilities as well. Uh, a third component is focusing on sustainability. Uh, we are piloting the use of all electric buses in 2020, and we anticipate a full fleet conversion beginning in 2023. And finally, but certainly not least, we will be implementing bus rapid transit in Madison and our region. Rapid transit uses dedicated lanes, modern platforms, prepaid ticketing station, larger buses, and other improvements to make sure that transit riders get where they need to go quicker and more efficiently. In order to make this all possible, we are pursuing many funding sources for the project's local share, uh, and we are pursuing federal and state grants, partnerships, uh, and a whole range of ways to make this possible for our community. This is a top priority for my administration. Metro Forward is a critical investment in our transportation, our economy, and most importantly, in our community. So I'm delighted to be here today with a number of community leaders, and I want to start by welcoming County Executive Joe Parisi to say a few words. Thank you, Mayor. Um, good afternoon, everyone. I want to start by applauding the Mayor for her leadership in her vision and taking that vision and beginning the complex process of pulling it together and pulling together the partners that we see around us today in order to make this happen. As you know, Dane County is the fastest growing county in the state. We're adding about 6,000 people annually to our population. We have the highest job growth in the state, and we need a plan for that growth. Anyone who drives during rush hour realizes we need multiple options for getting around town, from bikes to buses to cars. Our airport has also experienced growing ridership, and we continue to expand the airport to accommodate that greater demand. In the coming years, we will be expanding our airport terminal and believe that provides us, the county, with a perfect opportunity to make accommodations for BRT be part of that facility as well and to make the airport a truly multi multimodal transportation hub. So again, I applaud the mayor. I, I'm, it's really great to see all of the people here who are coming together to do the hard work that we need to do to ensure that as our community grows and thrives, that we don't spend more and more of our time sitting on University Avenue, Odana Road, the Beltline, you name it, um, as, as we all experience happening more and more often. We need a multimodal approach and we need partnerships. So thank you, um, Mayor, I really appreciate this and we look forward to working with you on this project. Thank you, Joe. And now I wanna welcome another one of our great partners, Sun Prairie Mayor Paul Esser. Thank you, Mayor. I am pleased to be here. Three weeks ago, Sun Prairie started bus service with Metro Transit, and we are thrilled at that opportunity. 
Just as the mayor outlined, this area is going to grow so much. Dane County and Sun Prairie will be part of that growth. We cannot continue to rely on the way we're getting around now. We've got to come up new, with new ways. Sun Prairie is totally supportive of the bus rapid transit system, and we want to be a partner in that as that develops. Thank you, Mayor, for taking the lead on this. One of the things that's been really remarkable about um, the, the energy around transit in the last several years is the support from the business community. And to speak to that, I'd like to welcome Zach Brandon from the Chamber of Commerce. Well, I will add to my, the accolades for the mayor of convening this group. Sorry to whoever's microphone that was. Um, I do want to note, though, with the new branding of the, of the buses, if you, look, if you think about the front of those being like an like a emoji, that the old buses kind of had this like emotionless face, and the new buses are smiling, and I think that's how we all feel about this new initiative. Um, but thank you to the mayor for bringing in this, this group together. I certainly um, am proud to stand with these community leaders and elected officials on behalf of 1,300 members. Um, the chamber is a regional chamber, um, so when we talk about the Greater Madison Chamber of Commerce, our territory ranges from Dodgeville to Waterloo to Baraboo to the edge of Rock County. And so we do think regionally, but the vast majority of our membership uh, is, resides in, in Madison and the first round of cities and villages that surround uh, Madison. And these types of partnerships, as you see with Mayor Esser and Sun Prairie, um, are important to us. Um, the Chamber has been supportive of regional transportation, specifically bus rapid transit, in the last two legislative agendas. And so we've been doing a lot of time talking about it, and now we're finally starting to see action from it. Um, we have traveled around the country speaking to uh, other communities that we would call aspirational economies, uh, Seattle, Austin. And one of the questions we ask all of their civic and business leadership is the same question. If you could go back 25, 30, 35 years to when your economy looked very similar to Madison's economy, and nothing would change in your success, what would you have done differently? And every single one of them, the number one thing is we would have better planned our transit system in order to understand our growth patterns, not grow first, transit later. And this is a step in the right direction in order to make sure that we are planning for the future. Bus rapid transit will help us connect more people with jobs. It will increase weekend and night service. It will transport young people and college students um, and it will reduce rider times. Those are all very positive things. But getting this right requires vision, foresight, and political courage. So we greatly appreciate Mayor Rhodes-Conway's leadership on moving Metro forward. Thank you. I, I also want to uh, recognize Jason Ilstrup from Downtown Madison Incorporated and thank him for being here as well. Um, one of the key reasons that we invest in transit is so that people can get to work. Um, and it, one of the – so, again, I was just out at the Urban League's new training center. It will be very important that those folks get served uh, by transit and have access to it. It will be equally important that the folks that our next speaker works with get served and have access to transit. So please welcome Vanessa McDowell from the YWCA. Thank you, Mayor. 
Uh, good afternoon. As Mayor Satya mentioned, um, I am the CEO of YWCA Madison, where our mission is to eliminate racism and empower women and promote peace, justice, freedom, and dignity for all. With that said, we are a provider of transportation as well in Dane County through our Y Transit program. And our motto historically has been that we start where Metro stops. Uh, and so it's interesting now that we're in a place where we can now uh, work together with Metro to figure out how do we meet all the demands of the community, uh, especially the demands of the communities of color. And so specifically, uh, we have been in a space where we have had waiting lists uh, for a long time in terms of folks needing to get to work, uh, needing to get home. And so now we believe this is going to be an opportunity to meet those needs. Uh, we also are a provider of housing and employment service programs. And with that, we also have a driver's license recovery program. And so it's played a huge role in terms of how we meet the needs uh, in this area. And without adequate transportation, the community that we serve are unable to get to their jobs. They're unable to get to their homes. They're unable to get to their health care providers. And they're unable to get to their daycare providers. The community that is most impacted by inadequate transportation are communities of color. Metro data shows that African-American riders have commutes longer than 45 minutes, 26.7% of the time as compared to white riders, which is 9.7% of the time, compared to the average of 11.5%. African-Americans also transfer 48.4% of the time to get to their final destination, whereas white riders do merely 14.9% 14 .9 of the time and all riders 18.9%. So as you can see, there are racial disparities even in transportation. My hope is that rapid transit will help eliminate these disparities in communities of color and YWCA Madison will continue to push our community to do better as far as access for our communities of color. Thank you. Thank you, Vanessa, and thank you for your work in the community. Next, I want to welcome Cassie Steiner from the uh, John Muir chapter of the Sierra Club. Thank you so much. Um, for those of us who are concerned about the climate, which um, many of us in Madison and the surrounding communities are, it's clear that the way that we get around matters a lot. Um, and a lot of people think about um, air travel or bigger, longer trips uh, as far as carbon emissions go. But of the transportation sector, 83% of carbon emissions are coming from single passenger vehicles. So if we want to get really serious about the climate crisis, that means finding other modes to get people around, and that means mass transit, walking and biking, and connectivity between the three. Um, and I think Metro forward, and this is a great step in that right direction. Um, and I've also been reflecting on, as a daily transit rider myself, how um, mass transit is so important as we mitigate the climate crisis as well, and we're prepared for more flooding and blizzards and heat waves. When I couldn't get around um, by the one car my family does have, um, when it was uh, piling snow on us or flooding the roads, I knew I could get on a bus to get where I need to go. And so this investment is so important 
as we face the impacts of the climate crisis as well. Um, and beyond that, when we think about environmental justice and who is bearing the cost of this pollution, we know that if we look at a map of where um, very busy corridors are in our community, where the highways are, these are next to low-income communities and communities of color primarily. And this means that uh, that air pollution is causing disproportionate rates of asthma, it's cutting people off from opportunities, and so investing in transit not only helps us decrease carbon emissions, but also helps those um, uh, health impacts that are disparate across race and economic class as well. So uh, transit is a great solution for the climate crisis, for the carbon emissions we're facing. It makes us more resilient to the um, natural disasters we are likely to see more and more of. And it helps us uh, be a healthier, happier community. So thank you, Mayor Rhodes-Conway, and thank you, Metro Transit, for um, this great uh, vision and investment in our future. And last and certainly not least, I would like to welcome Jack Daniels from Madison College. Good afternoon. First of all, Mayor, thank you for your leadership and your vision. So I think a regional transportation is the, is the solution to the issues that we have. Madison College serves nearly 36,000 students. Of those 36,000 students, Approximately 400,000 ride Metro throughout the entire year. Oftentimes, our students can't get to class on time because they are on a bus route, which may take them an hour or hour and a half because of the numerous transfers they have to take. And many of these folks who are needing the training are folks of color, folks who live in poverty, folks who actually are coming to us so that they can have a better life. This solution allows us to really move these students along the way. They can meet their schedules. And because many of them have families, they can also get back to their families in a timely manner, even when the sun is still up. So we are very supportive of the BRT and the regionalization that it brings with it. And again, thank you for your leadership, Mayor, and your guidance. So I also want to recognize a number of people that are here with us. Uh, in particular, we have a number of Alders. Alders Hennick, Moreland, Furman, and Evers are here. Did I miss anybody? <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, I also want to recognize school board members Nikki Vandermulen and Ananda Marilli for being here. Thank you. And there's a number of folks here that serve on our transportation committees as well, which will be a critical piece uh, of this moving forward. So thank you for your service and for being here today. And of course, none of this happens without staff. Uh, there's a number of staff here, and I appreciate the work that you do every day to keep, uh, not only keep Metro running, uh, but to plan for its future and the uh, big investment in, of time and energy that's gone into planning Metro forward and that will go into implementing it as we move along. Um, so again, thank you all for coming. Happy to take a couple of questions, and certainly I think any of the folks that spoke would take questions as well if you have them. Adam? 
Thank you for the question. So we will be applying for a small starts grant from the federal government. Um, just getting to that page. <laughs> um, and it is critical uh, to the success of the project. I think that um, I am very hopeful about it. We have not officially entered that process yet, um, but it is a process that is very clear uh, how you get to funding. And in the conversations that I personally have had with the FTA in DC um, and the conversations that both staff and consultants have had, um, they are there to help us move through the process and be successful. Um, so I feel very good about our chances. They're very excited in DC about bus rapid transit uh, as a transit solution. Um, so I feel good. Um, I'm not gonna say it's 100% because it's the federal government, uh, but I feel really good about our chances. Yeah, that's a great question. So my vision for Metro is a really a regional system. Um, and so currently we serve uh, all of the municipalities that are uh, surround us except for Monona. And we're in conversations with Monona. Um, as we fix this facility and expand it, and as we uh, uh, bring online a satellite facility, we'll be able to accommodate more buses and thus be able to better serve the surrounding areas. Um, I know that Mayor Esser, I mean, he can speak for himself, but he's said to me that he'll take as many buses as he can get. Uh, I think Verona is in a similar situation. So I just see that partnership going up and up. Um, it is also my vision that bus rapid transit will be a regional system. Again, you heard Mayor Esser, they're interested. I think all of our surrounding communities are interested in how we can make sure that the bus rapid transit lines don't stop at the city of Madison borders, but actually serve our neighbors as well. So it is definitely the long-term vision that this be a regional system. The only thing I'd, I'd say in addition to that is that we are seeing a lot of growth in the uh, surrounding communities, but we're also seeing a lot of growth right here downtown. Um, and so I think we need to keep in mind that we need to serve the entire region um, and that not only do we have people coming in from surrounding areas to downtown, we also have folks going from Madison out to the edges or into surrounding communities. And so, uh, you know, making sure that we really serve uh, all of our growing employment areas, um, not just the traditional commute patterns um, that we're sort of used to folks coming down to the state capitol or to the UW campus, that's not the commute anymore, right? There's significant other employment areas that we need to be serving with transit, and that's one of the things that we're focused on. Well, so let me just tell you a little story about myself. Um, I, I rode the bus to middle school and high school, and this is back when you had little paper not in Madison, but little, little paper tickets, you know, that you had to hand to the bus driver. Um, and so I, I actually firmly believe that that experience started me off uh, on the right foot in terms of having a positive experience of riding the bus. When I got to Madison, my first employer here handed me a monthly bus pass as a benefit of my employment. That turned me into a bus rider because here's a free bus pass. So do you want to take the bus for free on your employer, or do you want to pay whatever parking rate you're going to have to pay downtown 
at, to come in, drive in, and be there for eight plus hours. Well, that choice was obvious to me. Uh, and I've been a bus rider ever since here in Madison. And every employer that I've had, I've been lucky, has offered me a free or subsidized bus pass as a benefit of my employment. So one thing that I want people to know is that I strongly call on all employers in the city of Madison and in the region to offer transit as a benefit of employment, right? So that's one way we build the system. But I also think that what the school district has done in terms of offering their students bus passes is a critical piece to this system. And that's why we're investing in passes uh, over the summer, for students that need them, and it's why I'm in conversations with members of the school board about how we can increase our partnership around transit, because if kids ride the bus early, they figure out how to use the system, they understand what a benefit it is, what a better experience it is, and if we give them the service that they need, they will stay bus riders. This is true not just of students, but of everyone, right? It is about understanding the benefit of the system, how it makes your life better, how it makes our collective lives better, and how it can actually be the best way to get around. Joe, you want to talk about that? I'm not going to talk about the county executive's budget. <laughs> yeah, we've just begun conversations right now. I didn't see who asked the question. Who yeah. I'm talking? Oh, hey, Abby. Um, right now, we, we've just begun the conversations on what, what, what our role can look like, and we're focused on the airport. Um, we do have a terminal expansion, as I mentioned, coming up in the next couple of years, and we think that's a really great opportunity to help build um, a terminal that will accommodate BRT because that's obviously part of, of, of what this takes moving forward is to be able to have lane um, facilities like that. We're committed to multimodal transportation. For example, um, since I've been county executive, we have changed our policy when we are redoing any county roads. If there, it is physically possible, we now add bike lanes because we need, again, bikes, buses, um, automobiles, all of the above. So we'll continue to look at the big picture. At this point, our, we're just in initial conversations that have focused at first on the airport. Any other questions? Okay. Well, thank you all for coming, and thanks again to everybody standing behind me for your support and for being here. I am so excited to be launching Metro Forward, and I hope that the whole community will get excited about this with us.